Hey, everybody, welcome back to part two with Toby Rand, musician extraordinaire from the band Radio XX. And um, like every other band that's ever existed in the history of the world, he's been in it. If you, yeah. if you think I'm wrong, go ahead and Wikipedia, do a Google search right now. You'll see. I am not <laughs> kidding. I'm JP. He is Nick. Toby, welcome back, man. Um, it feels like it's been forever. It feels like I know. I, I thought I'd wear the um, in case you wanted to take some like edits and, and do some filming later on. I'd wear the same outfit so it could be oh, easy to take I some recuts. I appreciate that. Coincidentally, yeah. Nick and I did the same thing. Didn't even realize exactly. it. I know. I was actually texting Nick on the side and I said, "Let's just catch JP. <laughs> let's catch JP out." But you, you, you fucking wore the same shit. So yeah. <laughs> so in part one, we talked uh, about you know your long distance relationship with your daughter London, twelve years old now. That was mm-hmm. good stuff. We actually stayed kind of on topic with the whole dad thing um, in part one, which is pretty impressive if you if you if you know this show. Right. With that being said, um, off the air, Nick said he wanted to start talking about music in your band. So yeah. I don't think of a better time than now to do just that. Nick. <laughs> yeah. Got the concert, so let's talk brother. about Rockstar Supernova. That was actually one of my favorite shows on Fox yeah. back in the day. Yeah, and you're talking about you're on there with a mutual friend, kind of uh, Storm Large, and so yeah. Well, what was yeah. that? Like? So that was incredible, mate. Like, um, I, you probably I don't know if you guys saw the one the season before Rockstar in Excess, right? Yes. And so that was a huge show in Australia. I was like 26 or something at the time when I saw that, <clears throat> and I was I remember like all of our buddies getting together because we we're all still playing live music. I, my band, um, I was I'm in a band called Duke Cartel, um. And they were just blowing up in Australia, kind of blowing up. We just started opening up for bands like Nickelback and um, we did like a, the Taste of Chaos with like The Used and, and uh, Story of the Year and all these other bands. And so we're getting like this kind of this little name in the industry. For, Sorry, the, record, gonna say- for the record, Nickelback closed for you. Okay, you didn't open. Okay, carry they on. did. They closed. I, I said, fuck you, Chad. You know, and um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um but so so when we watched the in excess, like the boys were like, crap, why didn't you audition for that? And so I didn't know about it. So when the next season came out, there was a really big push in Australia to audition for it. And I remember just kind of auditioning in Melbourne and then um getting flown to Sydney for the final and 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 getting over the line. And and um I remember, yeah, being the top 50 of us from all around the world came into LA to to audition for it in 2006, early 2006. And I remember we were put up at the Double Tree in LA, and we weren't allowed to talk to each other. It's all to be separate, you know. And then you you sit in your hotel room and you had to learn your three songs that you were going to audition in front of Tommy Lee, Gilby Clark, Dave Navarro, Jason Newstead, and then all of their entourage. So a right. hundred of the who's who of the industry: um, Carl Stubner, who runs Century Records, Records, looks after Slash, Velvet Revolver, Fleetwood Mac, all that ZZ Top. So I'm sitting there. In your, you're in your hotel room shitting your pants, learning your songs, and then because um, you had to put the mini set together. So, like, I did, like, um, I think I did, like, you know, a Black Crow song. I did a Billy Idol song. I did an original and I did a killer song. So, and I put it all together and made a really fun set. So, I'm, you know, practicing. My, and then you're allowed to go and sit by the pool, um, but the producer, like, oh, all these people, all your minders would be like, look, don't talk to each other because if you're on the show, we want to make sure you don't know each other. And I was looking, so we'd all sit around the pool looking at each other, just like. <laughs> and so we'll talk, me and Nick were talking about Storm Large, right? And so Storm Large is 
one of my dear friends to this day, and I, we didn't know who was going to be in the final 15, but she's like, fuck this, just topless by the pool. And so we're all sitting here to tell them, all right, we're not supposed to hang out. And you're allowed to have beers up there as well. So they had the winner, Lucas Rossi, who's a dear friend of mine still as well. He's drinking beers. Storm's got her top off. There's everyone's just like dying to have a party, you know? <laughs> but we couldn't. We couldn't do it. But, um, but you know, we, we actually did find ways for a lot of us to kind of sneak out and, and hang out and make friends and stuff like that, which was great. And then, but as the show took off, um, you know, made it to the 15, um, yeah, like Lucas and I became uh, room buddies on the show and Storm and I, um, Nick, Nick you, you were talking that you grew up, uh, you know, from Portland with a lot of Portland friends and mutual friends, um, Storm and I. Um, but yeah, can you remind me of who she was before? Because she she was a badass when I first met yeah, her. But so you knew, like, you total, knew her before. Yeah, total punk rocker. Like I mean, Storm Large and the Balls. We had sweaty nipples, uh, Thresher. So kind of like a Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Uh, just hardcore, crazy. I mean, I remember seeing her around at the shows, and she was just like so full of life and just so crazy. And yeah. like when she was on stage, oh my god! Like it's it's just like the most captivating thing. You're like, holy shit. How yeah. is she not more famous than she is? And yeah. So yeah, and, and a total sweetheart too. Like the two times I did meet her in person, like one of the sweetest women I've ever met. Like so nice, so awesome, so down yeah. to earth. I so, love I love that you I love that you mentioned her name because um, you know, I was I was I was telling you as well. Um my girlfriend tried to surprise me. Um, and I'm going to see Storm tomorrow night in New York City at Joe's pub. And oh. I wish I wish I'd shut my mouth and hadn't like you know, like kept on like what what are we doing though because i have things to do and she's like just shut the fuck up okay we're gonna go and see storm large i'm like oh i'm so sorry but um <laughs> i'm so glad that i'm still dear friends with her but yeah that that show was like integral for my career um and meeting people like storm meeting people like lucas and my other friends magni from the iceland and, and delana who came second i mean i was lucky enough to come third which was awesome for for my mm. career um that was like uh, a huge platform for i got uh, my band to come over and we signed a, a deal over here and um, ended up touring America for two years and then put out a record and we got to record at London Bridge Studios where Pearl Jam did 10. Um, we had mm-hmm. we had their producer, Rick, Rick Parisher, um, Rick, God rest his soul, he passed away a couple of years ago, who did our first record. Um, and then a couple of years later we had Brian Virtue who worked with 30 Seconds to Mars and, you know, and we were just so lucky that it wouldn't have happened if I didn't take that leap of faith. Um, and, you know, like being in Australia where the music scene is, is it's very, it's incredible music scene. Like some of the bands that come out of there are fucking insane. But there is, it is very hard to get across the pond and get your voice heard and that was my doorway. And I, I, I felt a little... I felt a little sellout vibe personally because I didn't grow up in America where you can do it. I grew up in Australia where it's like, ah, you think you can fucking do it, do you, mate? All right. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? We call it the tall poppy syndrome. So if, like, there's, if anything in a field of poppies, if one grows out, you cut it down to size. So no one gets ahead. Um, so you have to mentally get over that barrier. And, and I, I do feel that America does offer that. They I remember hitting the stage and we would sell out like the Troubadour or we'd sell out the Roxy in, on Sunset Strip. And I remember like going on stage and, and trying to get rid of that kind of like that that thing where you can't do anything unless you, you have to be with the people. 
And going on stage and having Americans just like, yes, you can do it, man. Like it just felt really, really good. And um, uh, and that's probably testament to meeting people like, you know, people like Storm is like these big personalities because they were allowed to just like let go and let out and go crazy, you know. And, um, uh, yeah, it was it's pretty awesome, man. Like Rockstar was the best thing that's ever happened, uh, you know, for my career. And then uh, where I've taken it from there has been like like this, but it's, it's amazing. I mean it weirdly enough i'm in a band now with one of the guys from in excess um who always says to me why didn't you go on the in excess rock star you asshole because we might still be together today right and i'm and i'm like i'm like well i i can't go back in time and you're an asshole too how about that and now we're in <laughs> <laughs> hey happy um, freaking birthday by the way yeah. toby you said uh, tomorrow it's on the 21st, yes. 21st. So kind of, oh, yeah. so you're one day out of being a Sagittarius then. I am Sagittarius. Okay, that's the last day then. That's the last day, yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'm a fellow Sag too, brother. That's it, my buddy. Happy Turned birthday, 48, buddy. two weeks, uh, two weeks, I got a week ago. When the hell was my yeah. birthday, Nick? A week ago. Not okay. even a week ago. Six I was going to say, you look 47. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> if I, I, I haven't dyed the beard. I usually dye the beard. Uh, on oh, no, my yeah, my my I got my grays. I just had to trim. I know. I told them, um, like, just let it go, man. Like, mine don't even come out gray. They come out clear. It's it's <laughs> it comes out. Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's, the, it's the, the trials and tribulations of being a redhead. I'm they, not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure you can tell, but like this is not real, right? So right? I just fig I figured that if I keep on doing the platinum blonde thing, the transition to gray is yeah. just the next step. Well, I, I did the platinum yeah. blonde thing probably from 23 to 28 back That's in the my age. 80s, yeah, yeah, yeah. early to, when it was like <laughs> totally in. Yeah. I, I've been contemplating doing it again, but I can't rationalize with myself a 48 year old father of three who's not a rock star, mind you, <laughs> but kind of a little bit in my own neck of the woods. Yeah. Would I do it? And then I just haven't done it yet, but I really like it. I'll, I'll tell you what, dude. I'll do it with you. We'll go get our tips frosted. I frosted yes. tips, son. I go all in. And why don't you why don't you guys just start a some 41 tribute band and just call it a day? <laughs> It'll be that's do it. Come on. I, I, I freaking love that band, man. Me too. Uh, <laughs> my, uh it's 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 all what's the song it's it's all in vain it's that lip um no, no. into into deep. too hard kind to vain we're hopeless and blind to all we are oh what's the, this is like, this is an audition already down. i know keep going holy <laughs> shit <laughs> more anyway that song came on serious radio the other day and i just uh. it's like i it's so you didn't crazy. start crying, did you? My, no, no. I just I turned that shit as like to eleven and rocked out, and I realized that my Sirius satellite radio has a skip button and a backwards button. So yes. live radio, I can just I'm like, I swear to God, I played the song like seven times in a row. That's and awesome. It's I love so it. freaking now. Now you guys, I gotta know. I gotta so, know the title of that song. I know. Some forty one. It's some, just some it's a new song with nothing nowhere. Holy shit! Is that, it amazing? It's so good. Like, I don't know if you know who Nothing Nowhere is. He's a kind of an emo guy. Okay. He works with Dashboard. He's worked with The Fame. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much everybody. And he just dropped a new single with Sum 41. It's it's like, holy damn. Like, so okay. Good. I'm going to have to check that out. I, I, you know what I love? I went, I, 
Yeah, because we're talking about holding on to our youth, right? And so all of the – well, I feel like we are. Um, all of the bands from, from our youth uh, are having Reformation and tours again. So like, Yeah, well, the whole emo cruise thing, you've got freaking everybody from 2000 to 2004 on this cruise. My buddy did, was the barber on that. So he's out there hanging out, Pierce the Veil, and freaking just yeah. all the old emo bands. Yeah. We're all it's to blame. We're all to blame? We're all to blame. There you go. That's yes. all. Me, me and Nick actually knew that. We just wanted you to spend time looking I know, we it. wanted you to oh, see well, you know, <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that, you guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, man. Uh, that's awesome. We've yeah. got about 10 minutes left of the show. Yeah. And what did I tell you, man? Off the rails. Just that's it. Easy peasy. Um, yeah, I'm going to go off the rails real quick. So just you, are, to, you are off the rails, son. Know, Bring us back on. We're talking about music. So yeah. I had some health issues that started back in July. And I, like... I started kind of like really getting in touch with my feelings because I'm like, I was feeling depressed and like bummed out. So I started writing everything down. I wrote a song. Um, my good buddy, Jesse Lawson, who was in JP's good buddy too. He was in sleeping with sirens. He's got like four yeah. gold records. He's doing the music for us. So we're going to have another famous friend do the vocals on it. Wow. So I should have a song out next year, which is kind of cool. Kind of another path of life and making the big announcement here on our podcast that i, I love that mate it, so good for you mate like I, and I, it's interesting that you mentioned in the part one because i'm going to reflect from last week when we spoke together um when you were talking about feeling a little bit uh anxious and a little bit kind of uneasy about your new daughter coming into the yeah. world um the best way to get rid of all that anxiety is to kind of put out how you're feeling on the inside into a form of paper or speech or activity or whatever it is. Um, so good for you for doing that, man, because that's what I've been doing pretty much ever since I was started writing music. And that's why I don't think that I, my darkness or my anxiety, uh, it, it, it's always kind of level because I'm allowed to kind of, well, not allowed to, but I found a vessel to get it all out, yeah. you know? Yeah. Also, so, I, I kind of want to like break open to the whole guys being super tough and macho and not expressing their feelings, not talking about things mm -hmm. when there's issues. I have a really good friend of mine, his little brother just committed suicide like mm -hmm. about a month ago. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, if he would have talked about stuff or reached out, it's like, you know, and that, and that kind of got to me a little bit too with writing the, the song and some other songs I'm working on. It's like, okay, if I write my feelings down, I feel better. If I talk to my yeah. friends, I feel better instead of bottling it all in. And yeah. a big thing for me now is, guys, talk to people. Yeah. You're feeling down. You're feeling shitty. Talk to somebody. Write stuff yeah. down. Just get it out. Don't don't let it bottle in. It's very true. It's just it's it's unfortunate that some of the circles that kids hang around in, it's not cool to do that. Um, we're lucky that we're actually at an age now where we can pick and choose the people we hang out with. But when you're going to school and you're in your teenage years, you're kind of placed in an environment that, unfortunately, you can't always, you know, pick and choose who's going to be in your class or who's going to be like, you know, picking on you or, or being your buddy or whatever it is. So, um, you know, I think it starts with the parents, to be honest with you. And that's why we're talking about dad cars. It's like, it's making sure that your kids feel comfortable talking to you. Right. Um, you know, and making sure that they, you know, like, you know, you, you want your kids to kind of think that you're, you know, you, you embarrass me, dad, but you still want them to be able to feel comfortable coming to you and saying, Oh, but you know, actually dad, I'm, feeling a bit crap because this person at school is bullying me or I don't like the way I look because of this. And then you, that our job is to reassure and, and, and keep them safe. So that's a, um, that's a pickle. Yeah. I, I have, I wouldn't say I have a problem with, but I worry about that because 
you know, say something goes wrong with my son. Uh, he does something wrong. He gets in trouble for it. Dad yells, you know, has the time. He, he hates getting in trouble. I mean, who, who likes it? But that feeling, he's so uber sensitive. And on the flip side of that, I know that he has issues and hesitations on talking to me about something that happened in school because whatever that hap- whatever happened would involve him admitting that he did something wrong. Therefore, he's hesitant to talk to me about it because he's scared he's going to get in trouble because of it. getting past that barrier has been the toughest thing um, with all of my children. And, and it's always a constant reminder. It doesn't matter what you do. You always, no matter what the case, yeah. can talk to me and I encourage it. I want you to talk to me no matter how difficult it may be. Yeah. I am always on your team. I'm on your side. I mean, yes. this, this is it's it's you and I, man, for the rest of our lives. It's it's um, there's no one on this planet more who's going to be on your side, your side yeah. than me ever, no matter what. So do not be afraid to tell me these things, please. And yeah, yeah no. that's true. Right. I mean, I was uh, I was talking to my daughter about responsibility because, um, you know, kids, it's not cheap having kids. You know, like when they, particularly when they need like iPads and computers and iPhones and all oh, this. No. Well, it's yeah. not like it's not like they need them, but if they don't, they get they get left behind in society yeah. and, and 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 learning yeah. and things like that. So my daughter's been through like three iPhones, two computers, right? And you know, I'm, and I, she gets so upset, so upset. I didn't mean to do it, you know. And she goes, "Well, my friend picked it up, and he's the one who threw it." And I'm like, "I go, here's the thing, all right." This is your property. You're going to take respect of your property. And but what 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 happened was that she wouldn't tell us. And then you would get for us, we'd find out that the phone's broken, you know, because yeah. she felt scared. And it's like, listen, we're not what do you think's going to happen? You know, like obviously you're going to get in trouble or you're going to get a lesson. But you know, I'm going to give you a fucking other phone eventually. You know, <laughs> you know, you yeah. know me by now, you know, <laughs> so come on. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's like that. I mean, I remember being a kid, you used to hide all those things, you know, like I'm getting into fights at school, you know, I'd come home and have to hide, you know, like, you know, you know, why you got your hair in front of your face? It's like, because you got a black eye, you know, or whatever it is. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, you kind of want your parents to be on your side, don't you? You know, like that's so, but, um, yeah, it's, that is, it's a very, that transition period is really tough. And I feel like you're in that that situation with your son and I'm, my daughter's twelve now, and I feel like we're we're good buddies and stuff. But that's going to get a little weird when 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 more boys situations are going to come involved. Look at Nick nodding his head. Oh, Shit. it's I've been through it already. Yeah, you know it too. Your it, stepdaughter, he knows. It's yeah, uh, yeah. We'll pray for you, brother. We'll just. I say, well, I mean, I'm looking. I was. I, 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 I hope London doesn't watch this. I mean, she can. Maybe she'll like it. But I was looking at her TikTok and. And uh, she, I, I sent her all these pictures. I was, I was telling you guys in part one of all or her baby pictures or, or little photos and stuff like that. And she posts a little reel on TikTok going, um, "What did I look like when I was young?" You know, and blah blah blah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna show you one picture just because I can. Because please I, I, do, I, man, yeah. absolutely. Um, because I, she, she's such a little cutie. Um, so this is like, this is me carrying her when she's little, like up the stairs. She's doing a little thumbs up. Oh, and look at that. that. Who's that guy with the brown hair? <laughs> Exactly. That's that's the guy who wasn't holding on to his youth, you know. So, uh, yeah. but, um, um, so she she did a little post and that, and then um, what did I look like as a kid? And the little friends go, "Oh my god, you're so cute back then." I bet you got all the boys. And then one of her friends goes, and she still does. 
And so, and oh. I was like, and I went, and I went, I went, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And I said, um, what's going on here then, guys? You know, right. so, so now I've now I've just put myself into a world, and I probably shouldn't have done that, but yeah, I can't help myself. But yeah. well, if we're I, gonna- I just tell my daughter's boyfriends, I'm not afraid to go to prison. Like whatever you do to her, I'll do to you. So yeah, there you go. Nice. That's then we've always had that topic, really, Nick. I know. And then, <laughs> then I think about it later. I'm like, oh fuck. Oh, that's yeah. I'm not sure if I want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, danger, it's- Will Robinson. Danger. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm in that definitely in that in that that situation before that 14 comes around. So yeah, yeah. My daughter, my 18 year old, she uh, was just had her first like real boyfriend and had their first experience of he wanted to go further than she did, and she's like no, and he dumped her because of it, and it, like totally broke her heart. And she's like, and she like overshared the information. And I'm like, I, I don't I don't know how to to say anything nice without being really pissed off and wanting to beat the shit out of this kid. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. Out of his dad for being a shitty parent. And yeah. it's, I'm proud of you for not putting out, not, not putting yourself exactly. in that situation and going further than you wanted to go. And the dude's not worth it. Like, fuck him. Yeah. He's not like, and, that, and, that, and the good thing is that the guy removed himself, um, whether he's a dickhead or not, he yeah. removed himself without being even more of a dickhead because if exactly. he had stuck around, he probably wouldn't be walking today. So exactly, that's uh. So he actually he did a good move to be honest with you. Like, he did. Yeah. yeah. Forget him and forget him yeah. and move on. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Ah, okay. So they, so this is the troublemaker in the making as well. Okay. This right. is this is baby girl who. All right. Oh man, that stupid light! I can't. It, anywho, no, you, you had it. You had it. You had it. Yeah, there she, you go. She's yeah. gonna be uh that's gonna be uh trouble. Yeah, she's already trouble, but it's different kind of trouble, which I'm not oh, no, looking forward to. All she, right, so Toby, right. I've got a couple questions. Nick, could you put together a fast five or you want to skip it? Let's skip it. Okay. I uh wasn't and, sure on a international dad fast five. I know, like, well, I, I've yeah, got, I'm gonna yeah. finish up with a normal question and uh, I've just tweaked a couple of the words, so it's gonna work out right. But um okay. couple of random questions. Uh here we go. Toby Rand, TV or movies? Movies. Favorite movie? You got to pick one. You're trapped on an island to watch the rest of your life. Braveheart. Oh, didn't get all today. Stop for nothing. Yes. Oh, you should have remembered that wrong. <laughs> I'm going to oh, oh, gladi- Gladiator. Gladiator as well. Fuck. Oh. Okay. I'm going to okay. say Top Gun Mavericks. I've watched it 15 times. Oh, it's a good one. Okay. Revenge, right. of, the, Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. God. That yeah. movie. You know how many times I put that, that damn movie as a kid was put on pause? I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Betty, 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 Betty. Yes, (laughs) Betty. All right. (laughs) Kobe Rand, you can play a show with any artist, living or dead, who you have not previously played with. Who's it going to be and where's the show going to be performed at? Oh, shit. Uh, Wembley Stadium with... How dare you do this to me right now? Wembley Stadium with... You can pick say, Let's say uh, me... With an acoustic guitar, Chris Cornell with an acoustic guitar, Wembley Stadium. There you oh, go. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's right. a good answer. That's a good, good answer. Uh, same question, favorite that you have played with? My favorite. Uh, shit. You say Ben Carey, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slash, uh, Tommy Lee. Oh. I mean, they're just their icons. Right. Um, yeah, that we'll put them in there for now. Uh, Dennis Rodman, there you go. 
Strangely right. enough, yeah. <laughs> I actually, Dennis, Dennis, and I co-host a uh, co-hosted a, a show, uh, a sport and rock and roll TV show. We pitched it in Australia for ten days, and we went through a hundred bottles of tequila, and the show never got sold. But we became good buddies. What a shocker! Dude, I want Dennis Rodman on the podcast. He's like the most interesting man in the world. He like, is. He is. Oh, he's. <laughs> he's a dear, dear human. Um, that is. Uh, you just don't want to get on the wrong side of him, but he's yeah. fucking awesome. He is a lovely guy. I, I, I couldn't, couldn't I'm, say. I'm, I'm going to plant the seed, Toby. If you pl- oh, you plant the seed, man. Okay, I would All love right. to have him on. I think well, yeah, right. Let's see what let's see what happens. Part of the contractual obligations, which we like to tell all of our guests at the very end of the show, is if you appear on Dadcast, you must. Yep. Give us a guest. Okay. Uh, just, yeah, just, well, just completely horseshit. I made that up. That is oh, not true. At I all. just feel like I feel, feel like after the last dance, I feel like his price has gone skyrocketing just quietly because I that's bet. that documentary. Yeah. But anyway, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of Nick's famous questions, which is part of the Fast Five. Toby Rand, you can have a billboard yeah. with anything on it. What's it going to be? Oh, I went. My mind went to the gutter. That was fucking weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell um, us. <laughs> no, I can't. no, um, a billboard with anything on it. Um, the billboard is uh, is uh, my blockbuster movie coming out. Fuck it, let's go. Okay, there. Okay, is cool. that the title of the movie? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> actually, no, actually, what? How about it? How about it'll be my daughter's blockbuster movie or her there album, the air album. All right. See London. Yeah. See, he's still thinking about you. All the time. All right. Uh, the final question, and uh, again, crazy. I got to uh, tweak it just a bit for so yep. to work for you. Um, it, it's the most important question I like to think I ever ask mm-hmm. of anyone on this show, and I try to ask every one of our guests. Yep. What is one piece of advice that you, Toby Rand, could give to a new father or soon-to-be new father from your perspective because you are internationally and doing it from a distance? Okay. The one piece of advice is to um, remove yourself from feeling um, how your loss is and how you feel and your, because uh, I remember, and your selfish needs, okay, because I remember like thinking to myself, why isn't, why isn't she relating to me? Why isn't she connecting with me? Try and put yourself into the child's feet and imagine this little vessel who is trying to connect with someone who is, you know, a father is a huge responsibility in a child's eyes. Try and put yourself in their position. Try and, and coddle that inner child of yourself and get rid of your ego and become a completely selfless. That's my advice. There it is. Good mm-hmm. sound advice from Mr. Toby Rand. Nick, you got anything else, brother? No, man. Doesn't. Can you believe an hour, <laughs> an hour over two weeks has just gone? Fine. Fine. Boom by. And I, I, you know, I love Nick's disposition. He's like, no, nah, man, I'm just going to go. I'm going to call up all my, my buddies and go and see about 100 shows tonight. You know, like, look, at he's, he's just living the life, even though he's stressing about his child inside. No, now, no, I'm actually, I'm thinking we need to do a part two, but do like a Radio X. Have you, Bryce, and Benny on? That'd be great. Do you realize? Because, because, because you know, Bryce is anti-dad, don't you? So that'd be cool. I know. That would be, be interesting. Yeah. The yeah. fact, though, is we've done a well over 100 episodes of this show. Um, Ben has appeared on one episode, but that was in part with three other people. It's with, 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 Young, with Brett Young, yeah. Warren, yeah. and uh, we've never had Ben solo. 
ever. Well, yeah. he, he and he's got a fantastic father son. Oh, story. I know. He's got yeah. such a great story and yeah. a fantastic accent, just like yourself. That's it, mate. His is more. His is more like you know country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's, like, he's like he's like Keith hey, Urban. He's speak, like <laughs> speaking of which, he just landed in Australia to see his dad. Oh, cool. Oh, is he there for he the holiday? Just, he hasn't seen his father and, and mother in four and a half years, and yeah. he hasn't he hasn't been to Australia in thirteen years. He just landed this morning, so wow. Oh, so maybe you can have him on next ben. year. Yeah, I hope. hope to see. I guess I won't see him on the next Vegas trip. That's it, man. We'll see. So. We'll see. Um, one final uh, seed plant uh, I'd like to throw out there. Every year we do, and it's coming up sooner than later. Now, Nick, we do a uh, Father's Day episode. I know. To- and we don't film it or shoot it on Father's Day, of course. We do it a couple of weeks prior. But mm-hmm. it's a smorgasbord of all the previous guests we had on the pri- previous year. And there's going to be like 35 squares on this screen. Um, obviously, with time willing and schedules working out, we would love to have you on that as well. If it works out, is that something you'd be interested in? I'd love to meet the other 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 lad dads. Oh, you'll be it'd be great. It's, I it'd just sit back and watch this this screen of celebrity and I mean <laughs> from all walks of life, whether it be movies, TV shows, athletes, musicians, sports yep. stars. It's it, it's it's a fun day. It's a fun episode, and oh, you be would be you would be right there, uh, secured in a perfect little spot on the screen, and we'd love to have you. I'll be bringing my favorite bourbon for that one for sure. Okay. Right. Oh, oh my right. gosh! <laughs> Speaking of bourbon, I was at Costco last night. And, I love Costco. And so the lady, Costco? the lady had, I'm not even kidding, like 15 jugs of uh, Irish cream. Like the hand, okay. like the handles. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and yes, I'm a member of Costco now. And, uh, oh, no, I said they have bourbon at Costco. I no, know you're a member. No, 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 of no. Okay, let me finish. Let me finish. You <laughs> have the uh, Irish cream. And I says, I'm a, I told her, I said, I'm like, I want to go to your party because I know what's happening. She's like, oh, my gosh. She, and then she's like, <laughs> You're the guy from Dadcast. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> I'm going to talk to me about this drink. And she's like, I mix it with brown sugar bourbon. Oh. And I said, brown sugar bourbon? Oh, my goodness. How come I've never heard of such a thing? I'm Irish, too. You know? Wow. And, and so, anywho, I got to go find. It's BRB. And that's literally what it's called. Brown sugar bourbon. And they sell it at liquor stores around here. Um, I got to try that out, and uh, that sounds delicious. Does she? Did she call you daddy by any chance? No, 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 no. Her husband okay. was there. Otherwise, she would have. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. God, you yeah guys. Brown sugar bourbon. We got to check it out and try it. Party uh, people, thank you so much for checking out this episode of Dadcast with the man, the myth, the musician, the rock star, Mister. Obi Rand. He had an amazing story to tell, and uh, we'd love to hear more from you in the future. I cannot wait to hang out in person and see you guys perform live. I promise you, next show at the Barbershop, whenever it may be, in Las Vegas, inside the Cosmopolitan. We are not sponsored by the Cosmopolitan. We're going to be there to check out that show, man. Thank you so much for being a guest. Uh, Happy holidays, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Happy yeah. New Year, boys. All the best. Appreciate it. That was a great, great hour to spend with you guys. Thanks so much. We appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you. And to everyone else watching worldwide, wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you. Please like it up, subscribe, comment, do all the things, and we'll catch you on the very next episode of DadCast. See ya. See you guys.